Today's episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Haven't heard about Anchor? Well, let me explain. It's free. That's right, F-R-E-E, free. Anchor has many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then take your podcast and distribute it for you. It can now be heard on multiple podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Start your dream now. Another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, AJ Johnson. What's up, buddy? How's it going over there? I like the way you put the space in between the A and the J. It makes it so much more prominent. Like, it's like, nah, you got to hear these letters separate so you know who your boy is. It's A. Jay, like you kill it. I'm with it. I'm with it. And, and, and <laughs> you deserve the dramatic effect. You deserve the A. Jay Johnson is it, it is a special name, a special intro for a special person. Your FSU, your Seminoles got a big win in the college football world this weekend. By the way, it, I mean, finally. I mean, can you tell me when our last loss was? I mean, I'm saying, you know, <laughs> uh, exactly. Well, All we well, do is see. win right now. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> oh my god. Well, hey, hey, you guys got the like the 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 biggest transfer quarterback here of the season. So what's his name, Mackenzie? Yeah, Mackenzie Milton. Nah, I, you him. know, I, they said that when we picked up Chuba Purdy too, and when we got uh, Tyler Hornybrook from Wisconsin. So I'm not going in yet till I see him. He came off a catastrophic injury, man. They were talking about career ending. So I don't know if he's going to be the same. Like. God forbid we get like a Carson Wentz after an injury. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited we got another because a QB is something we need after Jordan Travis is gone. But, you know, I don't know what he's going to bring. I'll have to study up on all of those names you just said for our college football show that's coming up tomorrow. Like, I don't know any. I don't I literally know. No, I just know the, that McKenzie kid with the transfer portal and all that good stuff. So I guess I have to do my my research on before we hit the uh, the college football world. Before You do know there's more college football teams in Alabama, right? No, because we are number one. We will forever be number oh. one. We are the best. Mac Jones for Heisman. We'll get into that yeah, tomorrow. Well, well, when you pay the NCAA, they'll preseason number one you all the time. I bro. mean, make more money so where you can pay the NCAA to do that. Oh man, that's fantastic! I don't have a rim okay. shot drop on the thing yet, so there okay. that ain't happening yet. That ain't happening yet. <laughs> it's oh, cool. But I got this one though. But I got this one. I'll give you props. I'll give you props. That I got, was good for you. I got this one though. Ah, <laughs> 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 yes, the drops are here in the Rough Cut Sportscast. AJ, we're talking basketball today, though, buddy. I've been watching. The, I, I've been seeing all the. I, I shouldn't say I've been watching. I've been seeing a lot of tweets about the Knicks in the preseason doing really good things. RJ Barrett's <laughs> doing some good things. He made Derrick Rose look stupid. My boy Obi came out. He had his preseason debut the other night. I mean, Knicks are on the rise, man. Watch out. You said the Nets in our first NBA uh, talk. You said the Nets are going to be in the in the finals. You better watch out for my my Knicks here, okay? You better watch. Oh, you... do, do me a favor. Do me a favor. So 
Go ahead real quick and say a lot of people are talking about the Knicks on Twitter and then hit that drop you gave me again. I feel like I feel yeah. like anytime I feel like anytime I mention the Knicks, it should be followed up by this drop. I feel like that I feel like that is more more fitting for the Knicks and their my my entire Knicks fandom. Have you been watching any preseason games of the season this so far? I so so I had a buddy in town, um, a good friend of mine. We used to do the Fourth and Twenty Sports podcast. Episodes everywhere. Still check it out. He'll be around, I swear. Um, and so we were kind of out and about over the weekend, catching up. We watched a lot of college football. I uh, watched some college basketball. Prayers up for Deontay Johnson, the Florida Gator player who collapsed on the court. He's in stable and critical condition. I hope everything's well. As, as much as I talk crap about the Gators, I don't wish that on anybody. And that kid had a bright future. Um, but then, you know, Florida State from that moment on went ahead and just took it over and we got the W. So, you know, two big wins on Saturday for Florida State. We had to hold it down since hey, the rest of the and, country wasn't winning or the rest you, of the state wasn't winning. So, And you get your third big win for Florida State because you got to watch Florida get upset by LSU in the college football world once again. Oh, we'll talk about that gosh. on Thursday. Oh, I, I, I'll leave all my funny jokes for our college football <laughs> show on that one. Really? Oh, I'm going in. Oh, we're, I can't we're, wait. We're really hyping up this college football episode on Thursday. Hopefully, I don't back out again on all of our college football talk like I have and through all the month of November, where I just said, "Ah, uh, you know what? Let's not talk college football yet. Let's uh, let's save that." So, well, we kept getting we kept getting uh, COVID updates for ourselves, so we had to back out of the game last minute. You know, <laughs> it's cool. We're just Ohio State. We'll drop the game and every week, dude. It's unbelievable. So much college football talk. But today, though, today we are talking. Yeah. NBA, we're talking the Western Conference. We talked about the Eastern Conference last week. You can check that out on all podcasting platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play. Wherever you get your podcast, we are there. Before we get into it, though, AJ, tell them where they can follow us. Ooh, let's see. You can follow me to the mall. <laughs> you can follow me to the store. I mean, I like to go to concerts, long walks on the beach. Oh, social media. You can follow me at no. <laughs> you know where to follow us. The Rough Cut Sports on Facebook. The Rough Cut underscore sports on Twitter. At the Rough Cut Sports on Instagram. We all over. We taking over. I'm sure if you're listening to this show, we're all over your Facebook and your Twitter right now. Anyways, big shout out to our boy Bailey. He is killing the Twitter game. I'm liking where our social media is headed. He's so one in- more time, Rough Cut Sports on Facebook, Rough Cut underscore sports on Twitter, the Rough Cut Sports on Instagram. Hit that like, hit that follow, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your auntie, tell everybody. Tell everybody, everybody, everybody. You know, you brought up Bailey. Bailey's going to be so excited to hear me talk basketball for once. I always, whenever he tries to bring up basketball with me, I'm like, eh, I'm not doing it. I'm not Vinny, doing it. Vinny, Vinny. What is your favorite thing about basketball? The Knicks. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go way overboard with this drop machine. Let's get into it, buddy, with our Western Uh, Conference preview. 
Before we get into our Western Conference preview, I want to let everyone know that today's Western Conference preview is sponsored by Halftime Sports Collectibles. Check out their website, HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com, and check out the item of the week. It's an R.J. Barrett-signed NBA game ball. You know I love my Knicks. I might be going to take this from you if you don't get it right now at Halftime Sports Collectibles. They got basketballs. They got jerseys. They've got all all other sports cards trophies check them out halftime sports collectibles.com on facebook at halftime sports collectibles and of course on instagram halftime sports collectibles thanks again for sponsoring the show with that being said let's get into it it's the western conference preview like i said earlier we covered the eastern conference last week if you haven't heard it check it out this is all about the western conference aj and i'm starting at the same place i started last week who is the team to watch this season? Who am I? Who do I want to watch this season? Who's going to give me the most fun? All right. All right. See, that's my favorite part. I like that we start there because that's what the NBA should be. That's what basketball should be for all newcomers and everybody who's already loved the game. It should be about fun. When you head over to the Western Conference, there's a lot of teams that bring fun. However, for me, I'm excited to watch the New Orleans Pelicans. This team will be a lot of fun to watch. This is going to be like the olden Los Angeles Clippers days of Lob City. They've got some really young talent that are coming up the correct way in the NBA fraternity. They've learned from some of the best, and then they were shipped off to New Orleans to try to do it on their own. And now you got the talent of, the, of Lonzo Ball, six foot six point guard who's entering his fourth year. He's played next to LeBron. He, he's, he's been given such high credit for his vision, for his passing ability, and he's teamed up with the high-flying phenom, Zion Williamson. We got to see a little bit of what they could do last season for a small dosage, but now we're going to get to see that on full tilt this season. I'm excited. I don't know if you've seen it. Like There are multiple occasions where, Z- where Zion's catching lobs from Lonzo, and Lonzo hasn't even crossed half court yet. Wow, like That's, that's the impressive. type of stuff you're seeing. You know, then I'm expecting a breakout season from their uh, their superstar, Brandon Ingram. This guy was selected number two, I think, four years ago, maybe at this point. He's in line for a big extension, and we've been waiting for him to come on, waiting for him to come on, and there's always been something that just kind of pushed him back. We started to see glimpses of that last year, but now with Stan Van Gundy coming in and taking over the reins as head coach, I believe he's going to let him loose, and they are going to have dunks and alley-oops all over the place along with the three-point shooting and J.J. Redick. And if Lonzo Ball can ever break away from his dad's awkward form, he might put up a little three-point shooting. This team is going to be a lot of fun. So to compare it, for, like I said before, like I am the most casual of casual basketball guys. And to compare it to another sport, football, are the Pelicans like the Kansas City Chiefs? It's like a bunch of young guys. It's going to be fast-paced, fun to watch. Is that what, is that what I'm hearing? They they don't have enough weapons. I would say they're like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm, so like, don't tell me that. So you know how the Steelers are coming out of their chemistry right now. They're a little off. Yeah, I feel like that's the way the Pelicans are going to start the season. They're going to have to get their chemistry together because they've made a couple moves in the off season. You know, they got another big man, and if he gets in the way of Zion, that could be reckless. Mm. They got another point guard, and they're going to have to decide who's going to handle the ball. Is going to be him or Lonzo? 
But when these guys are clicking, it's one of those days where Roethlisberger is hitting Spencer for a touchdown, hitting Juju for a touchdown, hitting Claypool for a touchdown. James Conner may get a, a, a pound at the goal line. So I would go more like that gotcha. than I would with the Chiefs because the Chiefs have so many weapons that That's can fair. actually bring it home. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So – AJ, what team will not return to the playoffs that we saw last season that we see, saw maybe on the top? Maybe on the top we see them crashing down. What team from the playoffs last year do you see not returning this year? I'm going to have to tell you a little story here. Uh-oh. Because this, this team hurt, it hurts my feelings. It hurts my feelings. This used to be – excuse me. This used to be my team. Like, so I'm an NBA guy. I love the NBA full-heartedly. And for the longest, I didn't really have a team. I kind of followed players. Like, I liked the player, and I liked what they were able to do. But this team, I saw it from the get-go that they were going to be good. And now we are going into the second time that this team has just been ripped to shreds. And it's the Oklahoma City Thunder. They have gone from a team that once upon a time had three NBA MVPs on it at the same time. Then they dropped down to a guy who had now scored a triple-double in Russell Westbrook three seasons in a row and made an MVP finalist out of Paul George. They got rid of both of them, brought in Chris Paul, and put him around a bunch of scrubs that a bunch of people said, they're not going to do anything. They're not even going to be able to make it to the playoffs. And at one point in the season before it all shut down, they were the number two seed in the West with what people would say was a bunch of nobodies made it to the playoffs, had a first-round exit, but they took the Houston Rockets to the brink. And now they have started the overhaul completely. They got rid of the coach. They got rid of Chris Paul. They got rid of their big man, Steven Adams, who's over to New Orleans. We were just talking about them. They have gotten rid of everybody, and they are looking towards the future with the seven picks they got by trading Paul George, five of which are in the first round, by the way. <laughs> Wait, five and, picks and in the first round? Made- Five That's first round picks for one player with the right to swap two other picks. Wow. They tore it all down. Wait, 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 and- wait, 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 wait. I, I got to be completely honest here. Is this is this one of those deals? Like, I, I can't remember who it was that we saw last season get traded for, like, a 2027 first round pick. Like, it's- yes, Paul George. That's okay. That doesn't make any sense to me. That drives me bananas. Okay, I I hate seeing that. How are you gonna draft? How are you trading for picks in a draft that you don't even know the kids are still in high school? The kids are still in middle school. Well, for that matter, I mean, come on, man, you can't be trading picks like why that. Why do you? Why do you? Why do you pay your scouts hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars? You don't pay your scouts to kids, go check out kids in middle kids. school. Get out of here. Okay, LeBron James. LeBron James was being scouted in seventh grade. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated by tenth. But that's one. That's Zion one Williamson guy. was the that's, same thing. Those are special Brother generational and talents. Tyler Murray though. were, were you're uh, not, being scouted in middle school. You're not going to middle school games to scout multiple people at a time. You're going for one guy in one school in one situation, and that is it. But like, why? I don't understand that. That just doesn't make would sense. Would you to agree? Me. Would you agree that every year these athletes get better and better? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So you don't think by 2027 some of these kids are going to have it figured out? Like, there will be a player. You may not be going to every game they have. You're right. They're in middle school. They need to be kids and live their life. I agree with that. But if there is a kid who are who is in one of these programs that they have popping up all over the place, they're professional athletes. 
who on the side train kids to be better in the sport that they favor in. Adoree Jackson has a football camp in L.A., and there are kids who are going to come out. That suit, that kid from the Super Bowl and uh, that halftime commercial, he goes to Adoree Jackson's training camp. This kid's already lifting weights at the age of 9 and 10 on a different level than anybody else. So these kids now are being prepped. Their whole life is starting professionally. Just doesn't, it just so doesn't to make have sense, it, I get man. you. It's so far out, but, like, worst-case scenario, you don't see talent. You know what you do? It's a first-round pick. You trade it. Yeah, Somebody else just, will see it. It's so, an asset. It's just so far down the road. Like for even for teams that are trading that away, why would you trade something so far away down the road? You have no idea what your team's going to be like in five years. I digress. I'm I'm simmering down on this topic. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. No other sport does this, by the way. No other sport trades like seven years down the road. But I digress. We talk about the team that is going to miss the playoffs next year. That was in it last year. What team is the new hotness, buddy? Who's the new Who's the new hot team that everyone is uh, is getting on the bandwagon for? All right, let me let me clarify this. Let me clarify this. When you say new hotness, are you asking me about a team that will be in the playoffs that wasn't, or just a team that's going to really take some leaps and bounds? <sighs> Let's go playoffs. Let's simplify the game here. Let's go playoffs. We're talking playoffs here. Let's talk. We're talking playoffs. Wait funny a second. Part. That's the that's an Allison Allen Iverson drop. Is it not? Wait a second. He's talking practice, but we can talk oh, playoffs. Okay, never mind. Oopsies. Not the finals, the playoffs. Playoffs. You know, the playoffs. Playoffs. Not the finals. Playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I won't even let this, the change like take my answer, and I'll tell you why. I'm going to do this right here. I could easily say, well, the Trailblazers made it, so I'm going to take them out. I could easily talk what people want to hear about the Phoenix Suns after they went 8-0 and in the bubble after the restart last year and just missed the playoffs, which a lot of people would say is unfair, but it wasn't because my boy Damian Lillard took off on everybody in the bubble. But we were talking the other day, you know. You and me, we came to grips with each other and said, what can we do to make this show just that much better? We're already at five-star content. We're trying to break barriers down and get six, seven, eight, nine, ten-star content. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So – we talked, and we decided we needed some bold predictions on this show. I'm about to give you the boldest prediction I may have ever put on the line. Drop on them. Drop it My on them. My new hotness team. Say it again? I said drop it on them. Drop it on them. My new hotness team is going to be the Sacramento Kings. Now tell me why that's right. a bold take, though. See, I don't know. I that to me is like, oh, you just picked another team here. I don't. Why is the Sacramento Kings that bold of a take? So, it's been fourteen years since Sacramento has made the playoffs. Got it. Got it. Like, see We're talking back here. in the days of the sharpshooting Peja Stojakovic. Talking back in the days of the point guard Mike Bibby, who was making things happen. Back in the days when the Knicks weren't it's that been, bad. Yeah, back when the Knicks weren't that bad. I mean, like, <laughs> they were they were they were at the start of their that badness. But no, back then it was about fourteen years, and since then they have been below league average in defense. They have allowed the most points per one hundred one hundred possessions in almost any team in the last five years. Their defense has not been great. However, they also did not have a great outlook in their front office. There was a lot of parts moving. People sometimes were not evaluating the talent you would think they would, and they were going in on big men year after year after year as the league was changing to small ball and guards who were quick and could shoot off the dribble. Well, they got that in De'Aaron Fox. 
This guy is fantastic. One of the fastest guys in the game. They call him Swiper the Fox. Where is he from? Swiper no swipe. Is he a rookie huh? or is he uh, where is he from? Is He's he a not rookie? a rookie. He is now going into his fourth year, I think, as well. Just signed, just signed a max deal for $163 million. He wants to build a franchise around him. And I think the big problem, I know I was talking about how they were going for big men, but the big problem about them going for their big men was they weren't picking people who fit. They had a bunch of guys who weren't fitting the the style of the team, the chemistry, and they switched that. They shipped some guys out. A couple guys like Marvin Bagley the third wasn't that healthy last year. That put them in a hole because he's going to be a – if he can stay on the court, if he can stay healthy, he is a game changer. They went out and they got Hassan Whiteside from the Trailblazers, who was a very good player a couple years back in Miami. I mean, this guy was – he was averaging – well, not averaging, but he was putting up double-digit blocks multiple games a week. He, he can really shut down that interior defense. So with him and Marvin Bagley and Rashawn Holmes – and then they just drafted, here's your rookie, Tyrese Halliburton at the number 12 pick was a steal. There are people who thought he could have swiped up and been the number one pick, and we didn't get to talk about him when we did our draft coverage. But he is a steal at the number one twelve at the number 12 pick. This guy's got instincts. He can see the floor better than most of the rookies that were picked out already. And him next to De'Aaron Fox and what they're going to be able to do with those big guys, I see them taking a big step forward. Like this is the team who was 14th, 13th, 14th or 15th last year, I see them maybe sneaking in at that eighth spot, or if not, they're a year off. But that's my bold prediction. They have the talent to do it. They just got to put it all together. Bold prediction, baby. That was strangely arousing. God, that's that's also that's also one of my favorite drops that I have on my soundboard here. That's a good take. That's a good take. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see if that happens. I'll have to watch and see if the Sacramento Kings are, are as, as good as you say they are. Now, of course, AJ, who's the top dog? Who's the big dog on campus this season for, for the NBA in the West? Uh, I teased <laughs> this last week. Told everybody about this squad, except I didn't give them a name. <laughs> because we all know the top dog is also going to be who takes it in the West. And it's the Los Angeles Lakers. For a team that just won the NBA championship in a crazy year, in a shortened offseason, when all the other teams, not all of them, but mostly were staying complacent. They made a couple moves here and there. There's a couple franchises that went and got one of the big-name guys that were left on the market. They didn't hold back. They didn't say, yeah, we just won, so we'll sit tight and keep working on our chemistry. No, they got better. They shipped out some old big guys, brought in some new big guys who can hold down the paint and can shoot threes. So they went ahead and they stole Marcus Gasol from the two years ago Toronto Raptors champion squad and put him in the middle instead of Dwight Howard. They went and got Montrez Harrell from their rival Clippers who play in the same arena as them, who was just the sixth man of the year, stole him and brought him in and put him there. Now you got big men who are actually formidable. You got a shooter in Wesley Matthews. You got a shooter in Quinn Cook. And you're putting them around all the people that you already had chemistry with and were making things happen. They got better and better, and they didn't even wait. So they're going to be a squad who I'm ready to say are going to run it back, and it's a very likely and you didn't scenario even, that they take the championship. You didn't even really even mention LeBron James's name in that. Like you, you mentioned a lot of depth. That, that's impre- it's impressive to me. You didn't mention Anthony Davis or LeBron James in that situation. So it's like, 
I mean, that's that sounds pretty impressive to me. If you if if all of that is around this team, and then you throw in one of the best players of this generation and Anthony Davis, I mean, that seems pretty. Yeah, that's that seems pretty solid to me. What about the what about the Golden State Warriors, buddy? Aren't they healthier now? Is I remember last season, I was like. Wow, the Golden State Warriors are real, like really dropped off. But then I found out there were yeah. some injuries that they had to deal with. Are they are they healthy? Why aren't they in this consideration here? So, so I will say I didn't need to to mention LeBron and Anthony Davis. We know about them. We know what they can do. We know everything runs through them with the Lakers. But it's about the pieces around them because you could have the two superstars and they'll carry you a long way. We watched them do it in the finals. But if you don't have any support. We've also seen LeBron and the Clipper and the Cavs go downhill. So I just want to get that out real quick. But the Warriors, I'm so sad about it because I was prepared to see them come back. The Warriors' story is fantastic. To go to five straight NBA finals, then get riddled by injuries to the point where you are the last team in the league and you get the second pick overall and you didn't lose any of your players, they were set up to be back to dynasty level winning championships. And then Clay Thompson had another catastrophic injury. And without the second Splash Brother, I mean, I know they picked up Kelly Oubre. I'm really excited about the draft pick and James Wiseman. I told you guys about that in the draft coverage that he's going to help a lot. But what Clay Thompson brings to that team, the shooting ability, the perimeter defense ability, the balance about uh, Steph Curry. When you have a Steph Curry and a Klay Thompson on the court at the same time, pick your poison. Because if you can lock down Steph and Clay, well, guess what? I still have I still have uh, Draymond Green. I still now have James Wiseman down low. I still have Kelly Oubre out there. But now without Klay Thompson, you can afford to take that other defender and shadow Steph Curry a little bit and bottle him up. Now, Steph Curry is amazing. He's, you'll find ways to get around a double team, a triple team. You've seen it. But it's not enough to do it in the playoffs. And I, I will say this right now. Steve Kerr finds a way to even get to the Western Conference Finals. Hall hats off coach of the year. I, I'm, I, that's the team I'm most excited to see this season. Because I, I, I did see the struggle last season. I was like, man, this just, a, just, this just does not make sense to see the Warriors this far down. And then they get the second overall pick. And they pick the guy that you told me about how you were very high on when we did our, our show earlier in November – and I, James Wiseman. Yeah, so so I'm excited to see them. That's who I'm most looking forward to here. Now you said the Lakers come out of the West, though, and you said the Nets come out of the East. Let's hear it, buddy. Let's hear it. Who's the winner oh. at the end? It's so exciting. It's it's so LeBron exciting. LeBron and AD against Kevin Durant and who's the other Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. That's it. That's how dumb Ooh. I am here. KD and the Kyrie against. LeBron James and the AD storylines. That's that's huge. You got Anthony Davis, the man who couldn't get over the hump without another superstar. Then he gets LeBron James. Those are the Western Conference Finals. Hits a big game-winning shot. Anthony Davis has arrived. Got his Finals champion. He is an NBA champion on his resume. You got LeBron James, the best in the world on the wet, on the East Coast. You got the man that people argue is going to take his crown and would have already done it had he not torn his Achilles in those finals two years ago in Kevin Durant. One of the best scores you've ever seen. One of the best scores that will continue to be. Even at 80%, KD is not someone to mess with. This man is still going to be ridiculous. I watched him a little bit in his preseason game two nights ago, and he still has got some explosiveness to him. That's ridiculous. Then you got Kyrie Irving. This is the best storyline. 
a skillful buddy, skillful with the ball, quick with it, and him and LeBron James go back and forth at it did, every did single time. Did they play day. together? Do they do they play together, Kyrie and, and, and LeBron? Is that a thing? Am I remembering this correctly? They got a championship together in 2016. In Cleveland, right? Even the Golden State Warriors on some crap, though. That shouldn't have happened. Uh, okay. The NBA the NBA bailed LeBron out. I'm sorry. I will stick to that that take for the rest of my life. And we can talk about it one day. But <laughs> they played together. And that's why the storyline's so big, because after that championship, they go back, they lose. You know, the Warriors have KD now. The Cavs lose. They can't overcome that. That's just too many all-stars in one team. And then they split. And Kyrie Irving's like, I got to get out of here. And now Kyrie's talking all this crap about LeBron and how he's not this and he's not that. And LeBron James is always like, I just wanted to see this man succeed. The whole time I was with him in Cleveland, I told everybody how he's one of the best point guards in the league and this and that. And he comes out and says that, I'm so excited. I've never played with somebody as clutch as Kevin Durant in my career. And everyone's like, dang, bang, bang, shots fired. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, so I, I hope, I hope that's how this ends up. And, uh, Ooh, you know what? It. I can't call it. I can't call it. Oh, oh I can't call it. Well, it's too early. It's too early. I don't want to have to change my mind. That that's so fair. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe you're, maybe you're in an earlier episode, I can get it out of you before, uh, before we really get into the NBA season. I'll tell you what though. As a casual guy here, that is huge. Like, I'm a big hockey fan, so like, hockey is not one of those sports that is huge around like the casual market. Like, we thrive on our hardcore fans, and yeah. in the NBA, I mean, if you have a finals with the those four personalities, those four yeah. superstars in it, the amount of success and and just popularity that you're going to get from that kind of finals, the ratings that you're going to get from that finals with those four superstars. That's incredible. That's a big, big time win in an NBA season. That is shortened because of the whole COVID thing and and everything like that. And you get that at the end. I mean, that is a win in my book, man. And you you can't even give me a winner. Mm. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I might, I might be dropping an NBA preview before opening night. And if that happens, I, it is a big if. You know, we both got a lot going on. We busy men. We're successful. People want our attention. <laughs> but if if I get my NBA preview out before tip-off on the 22nd of December, best believe I will have a winner of the NBA Finals. And if not, I will make sure on our I'll show get, before the tip-off, I will give you one. I'll get it out of you, buddy. I will get it out of you, okay? I promise. I promise. But that does it, though. That's it. That's our Western Conference. That's our Eastern Conference. If you want to go check out the Eastern Conference one, it is out now wherever you get your podcast. This episode, of course, will be on those same exact platforms. AJ, tell them where they can follow us at. Oh, you can follow us at the mall. At the Again store. with the mall. Again <laughs> with the mall. And again, I give you this. <laughs> You know how we do on Facebook at Rough Cut Sports, on Twitter at Rough Cut underscore sports, on Instagram at The Rough Cut Sports. That's where you're at. Hit that like, hit that follow, hit that subscribe. Tell the world about your boys. About your boys. And the one and only Vinny Milani. And give us that five-star review for the five-star content that we've got. Wherever you're listening, drop that review. Let us know one day. 
One day, if we get enough reviews, once we start getting the reviews flowing, we'll bring them up on the show. We'll call them out loud. Mm. We'll say it. We'll have, we'll have our under-review segment for those great fans that love our show, mm. that review our mm. show, and are generous enough to say, hey, let me give these boys a five-star review for that five-star content. AJ, you got any final words before we send it off? Five-star content. From your boys, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Five-star star content. Why not? I mean, hello. Did you not just hear all that good stuff <laughs> that you and I gave them? Exactly. Like, hello. I mean, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Once again. We're, we're, the ones, we're the ones that help you ignore what's going on at work. Exactly. How could you not? Come on. Five-star. Come, come on. Come on. It's easy. Take it's, us out, Vinny. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy, man. Just five-star review. Just do what, do what's right. I mean, just do what's right. Once again, thank you to our sponsor of the show, Halftime Collectibles. Get that R.J. Barrett signed basketball before I do because I'm coming for it. I promise, especially once I see the Knicks start rolling to the finals like I predicted. Okay? I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. It'll be in my office. It'll be it. <laughs> Just for you. Just for you. For Agent, for your boy, A.J. Johnson, I am the one and only Vinny Milani. Adios, turd nuggets. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Rough Cuts Sportscast. You made it this far. Go ahead and hit that like button. And while you're at it, for more content, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And then go ahead and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Like Facebook. Or Twitter. Or Instagram. Never miss a moment of the Rough Cut Sportscast.